0: let's talk about seven reasons why homeschooling parents struggle to stay consistent with their homeschool routine. I want to help you avoid seven common homeschooling mistakes that could potentially end your homeschooling journey. If you've been thinking about homeschooling but you're afraid you won't stay consistent, this episode is for you. If you're homeschooling but you're struggling to create a homeschool routine, this episode is also for you. And I get it, You're afraid your kid's education will suffer because you're not consistent. That's why I wanted to record this episode. So if you feel like you're in either of those camps where you're afraid for some reason you will not stay consistent and it will be to the detriment of your kid's education, you'll wanna stay tuned. Welcome to the Smart Productive Mom Podcast. My name is Lucretia and I want to help you be more productive and present without stressing about housework. I'm spilling all the tea on how to take that overwhelm out of motherhood. So let's dive into all the juicy goodness. I've been homeschooling for two and a half years now, and I have learned a few things along our journey. My daughter was two years old when she got diagnosed with autism. She's currently four, and we've been doing preschool homeschool. So we've been doing a play-based homeschool curriculum. I'll link it down in the description for you so you can check it out, but that has worked wonderfully for us. She's learned so much and it helps her just learn through play. So we're not sitting at the table doing worksheets and she like hates when we homeschool like she's so excited to do our activity because it's so fun for her. So definitely using a play-based curriculum and now we've recently switched over to the good and the beautiful curriculum. It's more structured, but it's still, she's still playing. So she still loves to do the homeschool routines. And right now we're just focusing on, we're doing the language arts. So we're just focusing on like uppercase and lowercase letters, the difference between those and like letter sounds. So that's really what we're focusing on right now. And then just like learning numbers. I still use our play-based curriculum for the math portion. So just like recognizing numbers. So those are the two things really that we're focused on is like language arts, just recognizing letters and their sounds, and then recognizing numbers and counting. So those are the two things that we've been focused on during our homeschool preschool. Her being diagnosed with autism was one reason that I thought we wouldn't be able to homeschool for some reason, but it's actually been great because we're going at her own pace and whenever she is really zoned in on something, like we really dive into that topic. So it allows us the flexibility for her to really zone in on what she cares about learning while also throwing in other topics that are important as well. And then another reason I thought that we might not succeed at the homeschooling was because of my ADHD and being so scattered and not really wanting to (laughs) like focus on one thing, like just being really all over the place. Um, so I've really had to learn these organization strategies because that helps my brain a lot whenever I am organized. So just taking the time to slow down and organize all of our stuff. So I like have a little bin, which I'll put it on TikTok, but I have like this little bin that has all of our like homeschool curriculums, colored pencils, crayons, all of that stuff in one area. So I'm not running around the house looking for it. Just slowing down and Creating a routine around homeschooling and then making sure that I'm organized also has helped a lot. So if you want to see more of our homeschooling journey, you can follow me on TikTok. I'll link my handle in the description, but it's at Smart Productive Mom. but I'll link that in the description so you can go follow me on TikTok and see more of our homeschooling journey. So I have seven common reasons why I've seen parents struggling to stay consistent with their homeschool routine. Reason number one is that they are not planning, so inadequate planning or a lack of structure. One thing that I commonly see in the homeschool community is that people use bits and pieces of different types of curriculums, but whenever you're new and just starting out, that might not be the best method for you until you kind of get a grasp on what it is that your child needs to learn. So like and figure out like your values, like what you want your child to learn. Trying to like piece together this part of this curriculum and this part of this curriculum over here. And there may be gaps in your curriculum and you will notice that your child isn't grasping what you're trying to teach them. So it seems like they're not really picking up on what you are teaching them. Making sure that you are planning ahead that so that you can meet their educational goals. So failing to establish a clear and consistent routine can lead to this disorganization And then your homeschooling is ineffective because they're not actually learning because the education is just so all over the place. So taking the time to actually figure out the curriculum, like what curriculum are you going to use for each subject? So like I say, we use the the Good and the Beautiful for our language arts and we use our um, Mommy and Me Preschool for the math section of our curriculum. So I am piecing together those two things, but I have one curriculum for one subject and I have another curriculum for another subject. So that's how I'm doing it. So I know that she's learning what she needs to learn with the language arts and she's learning what she needs to learn for math so just in at this age there it's really not that much that they need to learn for preschool so it's mostly just they're learning through play they're learning at an exponential speed at this age so they're just always learning so it doesn't really matter the curriculum that you use right now but i wanted her to have some more structure and i want it for me to have more structure so i know you know what areas to focus on finding the curriculum and then planning ahead so i know which lessons we're going to do on which days so and then I know what supplies I'll need in advance so that I'm not running around trying to find those things going to the dollar store or something trying to pick up something like right when we're supposed to be homeschooling and then we don't do our lesson that day so I make sure that I plan at least like the week before I'll have all of the supplies we make sure that I have all the supplies we need for the upcoming lessons that we're going to cover in the upcoming week So that's mistake number one is just inadequate planning or a lack of structure. Common mistake number two is that I see parents overloading their schedule. So they're trying to cover a lot of subjects or fit in a lot of activities into a short span of time and then that leads to burnout and overwhelm for not only the parent who's trying to plan all this and figure this all out but also the children because they're like I just want to play but I have to do this and I have to do this and go this like it just begins to become a lot so i've learned to just like keep it simple like keep our homeschool activities and our homeschool routines very very simple and then i see a lot of the time that people will out people will say like on facebook they'll say that they don't have time to homeschool and that is because they have this mindset, which most of us do have this mindset of school where we're there for like eight hours a day. And then they take their homeschooling and they're making it like basically a school day, which is completely unnecessary. So there are time frames like for pre-K, you only need to do like anywhere between 20 minutes to one hour of homeschooling a day. Like that's it. It doesn't need to be any more complex than that. And let's say kindergarten, that's just like 30 minutes to 90 minutes a day. Like it doesn't need to be this big, long, drawn out thing. And one thing that I want to clarify as well is that when I say like we're homeschooling for 20 minutes, that doesn't mean we're just sitting down and doing homeschooling for 20 minutes at a time. That can be broken up throughout the day. So we may do like five minutes here and then 15 minutes later, or we might do like 10 minutes here and 10 minutes later. Or maybe we don't even do the full 20 minutes. Like we get through the, the lesson in like 10 minutes and that's cool. That's all we're doing. So it doesn't have to be just, you know, 30 minutes right now. We're doing it all right now. You can break that up throughout the day. So you can do different homeschooling lessons or activities throughout the day. It doesn't have to be just one session of the homeschool activity. Homeschooling should fit into your life. Like it shouldn't feel like it's taking over your life. It should fit into your life. So if you feel like it's really hard and you're struggling to keep up, maybe you're overcomplicating it and trying to fit too many things into a short period of time. Homeschooling mistake number three that I see is ignoring the child's individual learning style. So I'll see the parent struggling because the child isn't learning what they're teaching but they're just trying this one learning style where like say the kid is just sitting down doing worksheets and they're not grasping the concept. So instead of, you know, teaching them in a different type of way, like going through different learning styles, like maybe they're an auditory learner or they could be a kinesthetic learner where they really need to like touch things to grasp the concept. And maybe they need to write things down to grasp the concept, like they're a note taker. So there's all of these different types of learning styles So if your child isn't picking up on one method of you teaching them that way, then maybe you just need to shift it. And this actually happened with us. We were using these workbooks and they were super fast paced. It was like three pages for like to pick up like one lesson. And it just I felt like it just went really fast and she wasn't getting it. And in my gut, like I knew that it was just the way that the information was being taught. So that's why I went ahead and got the good and the beautiful curriculum, because I knew that that would break it down step by step. And our, what I really love about this curriculum, too, is that it's like, you know, read this to the child so you know exactly what to say to the child. You're not having to think about, you know, what to do or what to say. Like, it tells you literally what to say, what to have the child do. All of that is laid out for you, which is great if this is your first year homeschooling. It combines all of these different types of learning styles. So like I'm talking to her. So she's listening to me at one point, then she's writing at some point, or like cutting papers, or gluing things like it's very interactive. So she's not just sitting there listening to me. It's she it's taking up on all of these different types of learning styles. So if your child is struggling with the Lessons that you're presenting, and they're not quite understanding the concept of what you're teaching, then maybe you just need to switch up the style or the method in which you're teaching it. Okay, so let's move on to homeschool mistake number four, and that is neglecting breaks or not taking enough time to rest. So, whenever you don't incorporate regular breaks or rest periods throughout the day, this can result in fatigue, not only for you, but for your kids as well. They'll have a decreased attention span. And then they're not really going to learn whatever it is you're trying to teach them because they're just so distracted and they're just not there (laughs) mentally anymore. And this could go back to, you know, making sure that you are making a homeschool routine that fits into your life where that you guys do have time to take these breaks and to rest and actually do stuff outside of the house. Like it's not just like homeschool is like an all day event so make sure that you're making time for yourself so that you're not neglecting self-care or you're not overcommitting to the homeschool process without prioritizing yourself because then you could get burnt out and it can negatively affect both of you guys experience where you don't even want to homeschool anymore so make sure that you're taking time for rest and breaks for both of you guys so that you know your kid isn't so tired and overwhelmed with this homeschool routine that they're like I'd rather just go to school or you know they're like and, or it's like a fight every time you have to sit down to do your homeschool stuff. So make sure that you are prioritizing breaks and rest and self-care throughout the day for everyone involved. Homeschool routine mistake number five is not being flexible. So this just means you may be too rigid with the routine and you're not allowing for adjustments or being able to adapt to, you know, what is going on in your current situation. So if you homeschool, let's say you homeschool like every day, you try to homeschool every day around nine o'clock, but then you need to go to the grocery store. You have a doctor's appointment or something. It just throws off the entire routine. Like sometimes that happens to us. We try to homeschool in the morning, but sometimes we have doctor's appointments or we need to go grocery shopping or there's some type of errand that I need to run. So we don't get to homeschool in the morning, but that's okay because I'll just do it later on before we go to bed. So sometime after dinner, like all homeschool or before dinner being able to be flexible will help you stay consistent. And the thing with consistency is that so many people are just focused on, you know, I need to do this task at this time or whatever. It's like one task at one time and they try to stay consistent with that. But as long as you're staying consistent with homeschooling, like it doesn't matter what time you do it, just get it done. So, Sometimes we homeschool at nine o'clock in the morning. Sometimes we homeschool at 4 p.m. Sometimes we're homeschooling at noon while the what, my one-year-old is taking her nap. So we do it at all different times throughout the day. And I think that keeps it fun for her too because it's like, you know, we're just doing it at different times. It's not like she's expecting us to homeschool at a certain time every single day. So I think it makes it more fun too. So just make sure you're being flexible and that you're not putting so much stress and so much pressure on yourself. To get the homeschooling done at this one particular time. And then if you miss that time, it's like kind of all or nothing. So just be flexible with your homeschool routine. Common mistake number six is having a lack of variety. So this could just be like repeating the same activities or the same lessons without incorporating like a diverse approach. So maybe just like doing like the same lesson, especially like if your child isn't understanding the concept that you're trying to teach. So you just keep reteaching it in the exact same way. You have to mix it up because they have different types of learning styles. So maybe if they're not understanding it this way, then let's try maybe like a more play-based way to learn it where it's more hands-on or where they're actually doing something. Like learning, having a variety is great. And you know, one thing that really motivated me or encouraged me to homeschool was one day we were at the trampoline park and I met this other mom and she was telling us about how they homeschool. And she said that they will study a culture and then they will actually take a trip to go like immerse themselves in that culture. So they actually go and visit. So like they had studied Guatemala and And they had actually just got back from their trip to Guatemala. And I thought that was so cool. And that really inspired me to think outside of the box of like this traditional homeschooling where you have like this, you know, you set your Home one area of your home up like a classroom setting and the kids are sitting there and you're like writing on the chalkboard or whatever like it still looks like a school but this hearing someone else doing it this type of way where they weren't just you know had a classroom at their home it was like you know like a world schooling unschooling type of approach and it really opened my eyes to all of the possibilities with homeschooling. So make sure that you are like mixing it up. You don't, like many people don't even use a curriculum. <laughs> so, and who knows how long I'll use one. But for now being like this, my first year of homeschooling, the curriculum gives me the confidence so that I know that I'm teaching her what she needs to know. But later on, once I'm more confident, maybe we won't even use a curriculum anymore. So there are so many ways to learn. And there are so many, like the world is, full of experiences that our kids can experience, they don't need to just sit down at a desk to learn. So I've really been embracing that as well, just incorporating a lot of variety into our homeschool routine. And then mistake number seven is that there's just a lack of communication. So this just means like neglecting to maintain open and regular communication with your kids regarding your expectations or You know, what they would like to learn or how they would like to learn things. And, you know, just making sure that they are part of their learning process and their homeschooling journey as well. And you just not making all of the decisions for them. So just collaborating in the homeschool process so that everyone has a say so. Like, you know, when I talk to my daughter about, like, okay, you wanna do this or this, like when there's one activity where at the end of the activity, she can, like, trace the A or she can like, so like, do you want to color the A with colored pencils? Do you want to use your crayons? Or we can like glue some strips of paper on it. Like I would let her be interactive and decide on what she wants to do to reinforce her learning. So if we've like learned what uppercase and lowercase A looks like, we learn what the A sounds like. This is how you trace the A. And then there's just like a little fun activity at the end to reinforce it. So it's like, do you want to color the A or do you want to cut around the A? Like, you know, just making sure that I'm getting her feedback as well as what she would like to do. So just make sure that you're collaborating with your kids and it's not just kind of like, you know, we're doing this, hate it or love it, right? (laughs) Like you're just not taking over or dominating their education, like letting them have a say-so as well. And that will help them stay motivated and actually enjoy learning instead of like hating school. So those are the common, the seven common homeschooling mistakes that I see why people are unable to create a simple routine. So the first mistake is that there is a lack of structure. Mistake number two is that they are overloading their schedule. Mistake number three is that they're ignoring the individual learning styles Mistake number four is neglecting breaks or neglecting self-care. Number five is that they are not flexible. Mistake number six is that there's a lack of variety. And mistake number seven is that there's a lack of communication between them and the kids. So make sure that you are simplifying your homeschool routine. Homeschooling should fit into your day. It shouldn't be taking over your life. It should just be one simple aspect of your day. You don't need your homeschool routine to be set up like a school, like, they're, the world is your oyster. Like you can learn so much from just experiencing the world and experience is one of the best teachers. So make sure that you are, your kids are getting out and experiencing things rather than just you know sitting at a desk doing worksheets. So I'll have a few of my curriculums that I like to use. So I'll put the Mommy and Me Preschool down in the description below and I'll put a link to the Good and the Beautiful so you can see our language arts curriculum that we're using, they're both for preschool. So I'll link those down below so you can check those out and I will see you next week. Thank you so much for listening to the Smart Productive Mom podcast. If you found this information helpful, please leave a written review so more moms can find this show. And if you want to connect with the super moms in this community, come hang out with us in the Smart Productive Mom Facebook group. I can't wait to connect with you. See you there.